Yo, 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 welcome back to From the Stand Sportscast. This is your podcast assigned to Managaza. Sorry for the loud intro, you know, but we're out here. Um, we are back. We are finally back after a, let's say a summer break. Let's call it a summer break, you know. Um, as you can see, this is season two, episode one. Um, reason for the season change is because we've made some changes to the podcast and I mean it's very fitting for us to actually just start afresh, start with a new season and just keep it going. Um, so like I said, my name is Sansu Managaza, your podcaster from the stand and like the biggest change of them all is I've got a new co co-host on my podcast you know i've got benu lebusane um aka pepsi he's been on the pod before uh pepsi take the mic it's yours yo guys what's up it's your boy benu lebusane aka pepsi i'm uh, glad to be here um finally sandy has, uh, has actually given me opportunity to be on the on the podcast don't um, speak as if you've asked before i have i, have, <laughs> no, I, have, I mean i've put you on the on the podcast before so like, yeah yeah he's put me it. on but like you know sometimes you know when uh you knock on doors and they like shut you need to break them down you know oh, wow, so, so you break this door down uh, huh? you break it down so yeah guys chase your goals chase your dreams um dream believe achieve and yeah guys uh glad to be here glad to be a co-host and i hope you guys will actually enjoy our podcast and um season two will just be better than season one because uh every season it will be improving exactly onwards and upwards my friend onwards and upwards uh so during the week i mean like this podcast is, is actually coming at a very disturbing time i would say from my from my point of view you know disturbing in the sense that um there's hardly been any sport this weekend you know um it's quite ironic how as a sports cast we are coming back on the weekend where most sports are actually being cancelled um due to the coronavirus as of course you should or may know so yeah but like i mean we'll keep it going we'll keep the chats going um ultimately what we had planned for this episode was going to be an introduction to formula one pepsi's introduction to formula one and then from then on i mean we'll we'll let the part take take its course but i mean we do have a general idea of where we want to go but um we thought we'd just keep the same energy keep it where we actually planned and then see where it goes from there um pepsi so introduction to formula one so okay we were meant to actually start with the australian grand Prix, but that was actually cancelled blah 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 you know but yeah uh pepsi where do you want to start from like your understanding of formula one formula and everything one. like that um, yeah speak to that well formula one for me for me it was like watching green drive so like um the just, just watching like formula one cars just going around like 60 laps or like just the same thing you know i thought it was boring <laughs> i thought it was boring so like obviously i was like you know what what am i gonna do actually like what the hell i, I don't understand this thing so like let me just leave it you know and suddenly came along he's like listen dude um it's actually not like that you should actually listen to like the technical side of things and like watch like what, how like the teams prepare and um what engines they fit and you know and stuff like that and how like they tell 
the driver's like listen dude the next um lap you're gonna do this you're gonna come in for a pit stop and all that so like i was like okay there's some drama into this you know because sometimes when i watch super sport blitz you know there's um what's his name nico rosberg and lewis hamilton i think that was a big rivalry because yeah, nico was like back in like back yeah. in the day yeah. not necessarily back in the day but like 2016 yeah, 2016. yeah that, that, that's when yeah. i actually was like oh, okay because like you would like you talk over the mic and be like hey yo hey yo um, Lewis just hit my right wing. Lewis just hit my right wing, and he get angry, you know. And Lewis would win, and it would be like a beef in the team, like you know, which is which. Um, it's it's good for Mercedes Benz because it leads to some rivalry. Mm, yeah, guys, I mean, inter inter team rivalries or something like that's yeah, very yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. Just keep each other on your toes, you know, yeah. so that you can actually better the team at the end better of the day. Better the team because they're both really good drivers. They were both well, Nico is a good driver. Lewis is a good driver. So like, obviously for them on Mercedes Benz side, it's a good thing. But like for the guys, the individuals, it's like, hey, you know, um, for me, it's like how many. Um, trophies i can win how many grand prix i can win and all like that so like yeah i think it's a good competitive sport where, where you in one team and you against each other yeah, yeah. better in one team yeah, yeah. yeah now i hear you um so like i mean so i asked you to do like do some research on formula one in terms of what you would like to know more and stuff like that you know um as we said this was more like an introduction your introduction to formula one so like basically like like you mentioned that i basically gave you the introduction to formula one you know just telling you that's actually more than what it is and i think on a general perspective um you know it's really it's really not about just like the laps or just like 60 60 laps or how many ever laps because that's another thing people like think about when they think about formula one is that it's long you know um that's a misconception with the general public is that it's long and it's like boring because they just go around the same place and you just watch your car boom, 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 <laughs> basically and it's really not like that you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things you know um i look at i look at last season for instance um last season was a very interesting season i found um you know like the battles within the teams of course were very interesting because you know you had new drivers in in big teams like um red bull and ferrari mm -hmm. um having charles leclerc and um pierre gasly in the like in, in the in the initial state um and then changing drivers to alex albon um most other than new drivers coming into the paddock the likes of um who's this lando norris the likes of um who's the kid that's a williams George Russell, um, yeah, you know, it was it was interesting. It was an interesting season to see how Mercedes were actually going to defend their title. Mm -hmm. And looking into like how general, like how it generally was, you know, like going in from testing, from winter testing, Ferrari was like the favorites, you know, going into the season. So it was very shocking how they underperformed for like the first half of the season per se, you know, and then they picked it up a bit towards the end. But like, yeah. Um yeah that's that's kind of formula 1 and we're coming into a new season now um anything that you that you want to share from your perspective pips um new season obviously it's been suspended because of the coronavirus or oh, the beginning of the new season yeah, the, the, new yeah season. the beginning of the new season so yeah so for those who don't know um Australian Grand Prix is supposed to happen the weekend of the 15th race was supposed to be on the 15th weekend of the 14th and then the next two races which are i believe in bahrain and in vietnam are also suspended yeah. because of the coronavirus 
Yeah, so yeah, well, the coronavirus has become a pandemic now, so it's a widespread from different countries. So mm. um, obviously, it started as an epidemic in China, and like you know, so the the coronavirus is like affecting the sporting world. Okay, yeah. you know, before you get onto the coronavirus, can we like touch on the Formula One, you know, just to to get that going, and then we'll okay. get onto Corona because Corona is its own big thing, I feel. You know, so like onto Formula One, you know, um, you say I also introduced you into like a podcast. Um, I don't know if I should really plug it here, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, plug. I'll, I'll plug the podcast. It's it's okay. beyond the grid podcast. And like, how do you, how do you find that? How do you find that um, that insight and knowledge? Those those interviews that they were doing there. How like the intricate parts of the Formula One and stuff like that. You know. Well, when you send me actually when you WhatsApp me or like hey, okay, check out this podcast, went into it, and the first episode that I listened to was the one that they tried to integrate esports into Formula One. So oh, okay. it makes sense like that because you wouldn't like if I'm a Formula One beginner and I want to like drive a car, obviously the first thing that sh- that I'd want to do is get into a car. But no, they're like go into esports, go into um what's it called? The um, Simulator, 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 yeah. simulator. Get into a simulator. It's the same thing I do with pilots as well. When you fly a plane, yeah. you go into a simulator first. So like, they try to integrate esports into Formula One as to they know who their drivers are and who's good at esports and how they are handling being in a virtual mode of being in an F1 car. Then rather just letting a guy just get in and just go on. Go on. Yeah. Okay, so for like personally, I haven't like literally like listened to that episode, mm-hmm. um, the esports one. Um, but like, what I would ask from 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 the knowledge that you got from that, isn't it like very different how esports is to the actual formula one into the actual car because like i mean you know how we play video games and stuff like that because that's what esports is you know um how we play video games video games are different to actual real life you look at if you were to play for instance a formula one game on a controller even the um, what's this the the driver stick and stuff like that you know that's very different to be like to being within a car and actually feeling a car like do they speak like do they speak to depth as to how a driver necessarily adapts into that or is it just how you can integrate esports into formula one or like providing that introductory phase that you are talking about so that drivers are more or less used to the forces to the the car to how it behaves and how it handles and all of that i think i think basically they try to tackle backward integration so basically in a way of they sort of, sort of like you know how you start from Formula Three, Formula Two. Yeah, Formula Two, to Formula One. Yeah. Get to Formula One. I think they're trying to get those guys that are trying to break through into Formula One through esports. So basically, okay. how to handle the bigger car through esports. Obviously, the feel will be they, they they'll try market and try like you know how these guys with Sony and these yeah these yeah guys yeah make these PlayStation these controllers they try to make everything as know, realistic as, as possible realistic as possible. You okay. know what I'm yeah. So obviously, they're trying to integrate that as well. But same with the controller when you're playing whatever game, it vibrates so you keep yeah, yeah. there. You know, obviously with the I don't know if you've been to like an arcade where you race it. Yeah, no, yeah, I've been. Yeah, yeah. There's no past steering, obviously. But the, 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 yeah, it's hard yeah. to actually steer. You to, know. to steer, and if you, if you turn too much, you'll spin out of control. So I think that's what they're trying to um, teach guys that are trying to break out into the Formula One um, space 
to um, actually feel the car before <clears throat> you actually feel the car if you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I yeah. get you. I get you. Um, so like, okay, that's that's uh, I found that very interesting, you know, because I deliberately not didn't listen to the episode. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me, Corona. <coughs> i deliberately didn't listen to the episode because i wanted you to speak more of it you know and then like elaborate more so i mean going into the 2020 season um anything that you that you keeping your eye on um a team in particular a driver that you would like to follow um and add and you know no i would like to follow daniel ricardo um, any particular reason to why you find following Danny Rick because because I actually watched his interview the one time I think it, it was his birthday um, yeah so I, he's one guy that interests me um, because in the season that we're in and the past two seasons I think um, obviously the top dog is Lewis Hamilton yeah know? definitely yeah, so <laughs> obviously I'd like to shy away from Lewis Hamilton yeah, and look course. at other guys you know That's fair. Um, because obviously with Lewis Hamilton he's got the spotlight right now you know he's the only black driver in the in, paddock in, in the in the Formula paddock. 1 paddock it's a paddock yeah okay you know what a paddock is no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. so like a paddock is, is the actual um is the is the grid basically okay, like okay. of all the drivers and stuff like that so it's you see where the pit stops are usually yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like basically the pattern oh, okay. like when you talk about the paddock you're talking about like the actual drivers that are on the grid oh okay yeah okay. basically yeah. um yeah i didn't know hence why we're doing this episode <laughs> you know, introduction, introduction to formula one yeah i'm trying to learn the the formula one space but like yeah daniel ricardo red bull racer um I'd love to actually see what he's got to offer because I feel like he's a very good driver. Um, he's been on pole position um, for the past three, three four seasons. He's been on pole position. He has been. He, he has, has been. been. You know what I'm saying? He's a good competitor. <laughs> he is. You know? he I feel is. like if he even moves to another team, if he moves move to Ferrari, he'll get better and better. And then if he gets to Mercedes, and then obviously he'll give Lewis a run for his money because it's the same car different drivers he's a good driver Lewis is a good driver so it's a it's a it's a it's actually a good a good um a good challenge for both drivers because okay. I don't know if you remember okay you will remember um, <laughs> when when Sebastian Vettel went to Red Bull when he moved to, from Ferrari to Red Bull no you didn't it, it's other way around it's other way around it's okay you see I'm learning <laughs> anyways yeah so yeah when he moved from um Red Bull to Ferrari. It was also a big change, hence why he didn't stop winning. It was so yeah, but I mean, I, I, I get what you mean. Uh, but also, what you must also excuse me. What you must also know is that um, who was this? Uh, Daniel Ricciardo actually left the big the big three teams mm-hmm. so that he can try and improve um, and do better in a small team and mm-hmm. in, in, in a relatively smaller team according to like you know how the general standings are because he left Red Bull and I mean for me he left Red Bull at a time where at an unfortunate time I would mm-hmm. say you know because I think it was the 2018 season he was going through real reliability issues left right and center it was it was actually ridiculous how race after race he would hot like he would probably not finish the race um if i remember like 
out of the 21 races in the season okay. i'm sure that he didn't finish at least 10 of, like he finished like he didn't finish um at least 10 of them because of reliability issues either engine or hydraulics or 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 or, or. and it was very frustrating for him i think like one sweet sweet spot but like or sweet um part of, of of that season was when i think he he got pole in mex in the mexican grand prix towards the end of the year which was actually very which was very was very good for him you know because it was one of those, it was one of those things where he's had like a trim, like a very like tetris year yeah. and then to actually get pole in 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 like your final races and it was already like confirmed that he was going to leave um he was going to leave red bull by that time and signed for reynolds you know um and he got pulled but then funny enough in the actual race he got pulled during qualifying and then funny enough during the race his like he had reliability issues i think his engine um fucked off you know and i think that's one of the reasons why like red bull also changed engine makes you know because i think they were with Renault mm-hmm. before and they're currently with Honda. Okay. So okay. yeah, it's one of those it's one of those things where you like should he have lived? Should, should he have, have you know because yeah. it's a big it's, difference. Yeah, yeah, you know, because it's because that's 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 like one of the things that was the issue with um the Red Bull car was that within the corners it was very fast, mm-hmm. you know, because um of its um downforce of how it handled and all of that, you know, it was very good in the corners, all the slower tracks. Mm-hmm. But in terms of straight line pace, it was very lacking, and that was mainly because of the engine, you know. Mm-hmm. And with uh Honda engine, they they hoping that things get better but i i like how you you're going for someone or you you want to follow someone who's who's not necessarily a top dog but like he, he he is an underdog to to a certain extent he isn't a top dog in terms of he's not in the big three teams or anything like that because yeah. i think that's where the fun is in formula one at the moment you know you go into a racing weekend um during testing and all of that you know that mercedes is probably going to finish first you know that it's probably going to be a scrap between um red bull and ferrari for second but like if it's a slower track red bull is going to do better if it's a faster track ferrari is going to do better and that's how it's generally going to be for them and it's going to be very boring you know like people criticized <clears throat> the 2019 season a lot because everything was just mercedes mercedes yeah, mercedes yeah, win win yeah, win yeah. win you know and where it was actually more interesting was the midfield battle um and that's what i want to get into to a certain extent you know the midfield battle you look at the teams like mclaren racing point um renault off Tory basically yeah. i think those are the um, those are the next best four teams mm-hmm. within within um the paddock you know um Renault drive like McLaren drivers Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz. Lando Norris had a very good debut season last year. Um, like his introduction to Formula One, are very good. I think he's he's one who's just improving week by week, um, getting used to the car, getting more confident within himself. You know, yeah, Carlos yeah. Sainz is a is an experienced bag. I mean, he's still young. I think he's in his early twenties as well. But yeah vast experience within formula one he's been around the paddock um i mean you look at racing point racing point has also got an interesting pair i think they've got um lance stroll and who's that other guy the mexican oak checo what's his name oh my god <laughs> but yeah man um you look you, yeah. <laughs> you look Moving at right them <laughs> you look at them um sergio perez yes sergio perez so they've got lance stroll and sergio perez um 
Sergio is someone I would say like there's some doubts over him because like there's you know there's that 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 thing where how in rugby there's a guy in first team who got into the team because of of of, of parents and sponsorship. You won't mention the rugby. But you know what I mean. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. with him, with him, Racing Point is owned by his dad. Oh, okay. And okay, then okay. yeah, so like. But but in his defense, he might be good. You know I mean, he's a he's a decent driver, but like he's not. For the, for the person that he replaced, he yeah. isn't better than the person oh, that he okay. replaced. Okay. Yeah, because he replaced. Um, Esteban Ocon. Okay. Yeah, who's currently at Reynolds, who's going to be Danny Rick's dri- uh, um, driving partner. Um, yeah, and then Alpha Tori. Alpha Tori is the new, is, is, is changed mm-hmm. from last season. Um, they were previously, what were they? Toro Rosso. Toro Rosso, yes, they were Toro Rosso. They were, I don't know if it's sister or cousin team of Red Bull. But like it, it's it's kind of like mm. that, you know. Mm. So Red Bull Academy drivers, before they get into Red Bull, they started Toro Rosso. Toro Rosso. So okay. Vettel started there. Um, Verstappen was there. Uh, who else? Currently, was this? Alex Albon was there last season. Pierre Gasly was there the previous season before he moved up and then moved subsequently down. Um, yeah people it's, it's it's like a it's like an academy type mm-hmm. of vibe you know mm-hmm. so they've got they usually do relatively well especially in the wet races so i think yeah there's the, the, that's that's an interesting battle to look look forward to mm-hmm. within within the season if and when it eventually starts as to where uh, we don't know you know it, it, it really be like that um yeah so like winter testing happened over over the past i think it was like two weeks ago for a period of two weeks and from that um okay before i before i carry on with the actual results like what do you think of winter testing and how like the concept of it so okay do you want me to describe it first because the winter testing is basically um it's 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 testing the car to see testing like new things within the car testing if the car is actually performing to like standards Mm -hmm. so all of the teams are testing all at once testing for reliability mostly reliability Mm -hmm. most and performance they do um they do qualifying runs they do race runs but they do gang laps lap of the lap of the lap come in tweak those few things just to make sure like everything is fine and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so what, what do you find it's it's so much like pre-season yeah. type of vibes you know yeah. um yeah it happens in barcelona circuit de catalonia if i remember correctly so yeah what do you what do you think about that well i think you know the you know the the saying that says proper preparation prevents poor performance okay. so obviously that is good in that sense you know um Obviously, it has to happen. Um, we need to prepare for what we might face. You know, okay. um, hence why there is so many laps. So okay. I think it's it's, it's a, a good, good it's a good thing, thing to do. do. You know, um, every year before season to do the testing. Yeah. I, I think it's 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 good because it also brings the the drivers back into the feel of the car, not not getting the feel of the car at practice. You know, at oh, practice, first at, practice yeah, and the first and qualifiers. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, not getting the 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 feel of the car then so rather do it you know it's like pre-season mm, you know um, you don't want to stop being hit and having niggles during 
practice, you know, okay. before matches, you know. So it's, I think it's a good thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. I, I mean, it is, it is generally a good thing. I think there's this one criticism to it um is that <clears throat> excuse me is that the circuit that they test on is a circuit that's within the actual calendar mm-hmm. you know so by the time you know okay so basically how a race weekend works is that you get to the they get to the race weekend on thursday do all those preparations friday friday testing is all about making sure that your car is perfect for or you you know your car in terms of what settings you're going to go for for the quality and mm-hmm. for the race you know so w- the big criticism with um with, with 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 winter testing and the barcelona circuit being used as a testing center is that by the time the cars get there for the spanish grand prix mm-hmm. they already know their settings for um their settings for quality, their setting for for for, for the race. Mm-hmm. It's just a manner of trying to perfect them, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not really that it's it's very predictable yeah. how yeah. how the the Spanish Grand Prix goes because if you if you if you master winter testing and you you sure what you're actually doing and, and stuff like that, then by the time the race comes or by the time the race like like comes around within yeah. the season everything yeah. is just sorted from your side it's just a matter of putting these actual settings and then just going to drive and have a feel for the actual circuit yeah 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 no so, i think yeah well how many teams are there again there are 10 teams 10 teams um okay so what are the teams <laughs> what are teams okay well okay can i guess some of the teams that I know? yeah 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 sure, okay. sure, sure. Go for um it. mercedes obviously red bull ferrari um, <laughs> Wait, so you're looking at my notes now. McLaren, <laughs> Reynolds. Um, yeah, the others I don't know. I, I, I knew about Force India um, okay. when I was trying to get. Because like back in 2016, that's when I actually tried Jeez. understanding Formula One. Yeah. But obviously, it didn't work. Like, yeah. It's just nonsense, you know? Jeez. Watch some Six Nations or something. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, Racing Point changed in 20. 20- 19 mm-hmm. they renamed the team into because i think they went into administration you know they went okay. into administration 2019 and then um the, like i forgot his his full name but stroll the stroll guy from america bought the team and then renamed it racing point mm-hmm. um so yeah that's formerly force india <clears throat> other teams like i've mentioned before alpha toy is the previously toy rosa you've got a legendary team in williams okay. um you've got legendary nonsense. back in the day it was it was one of the front runners oh it was the, yeah like it was it was the big boys <laughs> you know that's the thing with mercedes mercedes like really became dominant in the past six seven years basically mm-hmm. before that there were a team that was like there but they weren't they were like a mid-table team mm-hmm. type of vibe yeah. you know but they weren't like within the front runners you know yeah. like most of the records that they've got most of the numbers that they've they've accumulated mm-hmm. are because of the combination between hamilton and and Rosberg and then yeah. hamilton and verstappen yeah so yeah um what else i said williams oh yeah so williams back in the day was was a very big team it was a very very big team um i think if i remember correctly thing used to drive for williams um mika hakkinen i think drove for williams during his um his like 
time or his rivalry with with Michael Schumacher, he was driving for Williams, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. I'm not 100 sure. I may be wrong. Yeah, but that's like from from what I know. Hey, what's happening with Schumacher, dude? He's been in a coma for a long time. He's out of it now. What's happening? That's the thing. Like with Schumacher, is that they're trying to be very private with it. Oh, the family. The yes, family. Because yes, 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 yes. I mean, the accident happened in 2013, if I remember yeah, correctly, and he Alps. was in a coma. And yeah, <clears throat> the Swiss Alps. He was in a coma. From what I know, he's he's getting better, but you don't know as to if he's out of a coma or mm. or what or what. Like the word that I last heard, which was I think November, December type of vibes, was yeah. that he he was actually getting better. Yeah, but the yeah. team, I think it was right around about his birthday. Um, yeah. I think that was at the beginning of the year, actually, yeah. and that it, and that his family was like rec- was still requesting the privacy that they had requested. Um, so yeah, it's sort of those things that you don't know much about because not like not a lot of information comes out that yeah. says that, yeah. that this this is the stage where he's at or or what. Very and what, what. It's very yeah. controlled yeah. in terms of what goes. But I must commend his family for actually like. You know, I think I think I do like that as well. You know, you as a as a professional celebrity and what and whatnot. You know, your your life becomes your life becomes um, a part of the media and all of that. You know, and like people are like <clears throat> within your spaces. People are within your private life. You know, and I feel like them actually being discreet and being um, like discreet and what's another word for discreet (laughs) (laughs) yeah them being discreet and them being private about it you know is is something that's i could i personally commend you know because that is no it's 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 their thing they have to deal with it they have to deal with the media they have to deal with the actual pain and the hurt of him going through whatever he's going through you know at the end of the day but something that's also interesting is that his son ralph is currently in formula two and He's like he's being spoken highly of. Last year, he drove his his dad's car in a couple of instances, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, one big memorable one was the Brazilian Grand Prix. He was doing, um, I think it's the, I think it was Michael's car that he lost won the championship with. Mm. He drove it around um, the Brazilian was a circuit. I forgot the name of the circuit, but in honor of. Um, Who's that guy's name? The Spanish driver who passed away in in, um, in Italy. The man was burned. Huh? Was burned. Mm, which man was burned? Um, no, no, he he drove for Mercedes. Um, There's a guy who's who used to. What is his name? Um, he passed away. He's a Brazilian. He's a Brazilian legendary driver. Passed away in '96, I think. '96 in the Italian Grand Prix very very tragic tragic accident i think it happened in practice or qualifying and mm. and they had to continue with the actual race you know the, yeah. the day after you know and you were someone who's was very good in terms of driving and on, on all of that you know was um he had a couple of titles along like in his name um and it was like it was spoken very high high of in terms of being one of the best in the world you know mm-hmm. best ever type of vibe so yeah that wasn't that was that was pretty a uh, sentimental sentimental event when rolf had to like was driving that car so yeah um i said williams was a big team oh yeah and then the other two remaining teams are Hass and 
or Haas and Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo yeah. So those are the two teams that are generally expected to be towards the back end. Them with Williams. Williams struggled a lot last season. I mean, they turned up to winter testing without a car, which was for the first two days, which was yeah. hectic from them, you know. Um, so yeah, Haas is also hasn't been putting in the numbers and the times to be able to like to be able to be um, a competitor or a midfield competitor, and so and so has what's his Alfa Romeo. So yeah, yeah, that's that's basically the paddock and the teams that are competing this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's all we yeah, it is Formula One. That is Formula One, and I mean, going back to to to, to, to moving on to like the Corona part of it, the reason why the Australian Grand Prix was called off mainly, um, or firstly, was because of a t a, a member of the McLaren team who tested positive for coronavirus. So what had happened was, I think this was like Wednesday. So they tested positive for Wednesday or Thursday. Tested positive for coronavirus, and then. Um, so Williams, McLaren was like, okay, no, we're going to pull out of the entire weekend. So we're not going to compete. You guys can carry on and competing. And the Australian, I think it's the person, I don't know if this person was charged of the, the F1, the, the Grand Prix in Australia or, or whatever, but they were pushing for the Grand Prix to happen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even Lewis came out in the press conference and was like, nah, though, this is really not on. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be racing. Yeah. And then, um, in the early hours of Friday morning, our early hours, probably in the morning for them as well in mm-hmm. Australia, it came out that you know the Grand Prix is going to be cancelled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's because of Corona and stuff like that, which is very very interesting. How the sport actually moves on, and how sports actually moves on, and how it's been affected from it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, guys, that's my introduction to. The, Are you happy with the introduction? I'm happy with the introduction. Now I know um, the different teams and um, drivers. We did a person history there. I thought I was in, in a history lesson. But anyways, we move. <laughs> I can't do we move. But like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm actually glad with that um, with that introduction. Um, I hope you guys are also glad if, you, if you're a first-time listener of um, the sportscast um, from the stand. And if you are happy of how... Um, We've explained um, the Formula One um, and how um, the coronavirus has affected um, the sporting world at large, actually, um, mm. from every single aspect of sport, which is uh, soccer, rugby, um, football, NBA, ground, um, Formula One, uh, you name it. So we're actually happy of how we've explained um, Formula One. Um, and now we're just going to move on to the coronavirus uh, um, affecting the sporting world at, at large. So, um, okay, yeah, I mean, getting into coronavirus, like the sports that have been affected are basically everything and everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, starting from, I would say, early on in the week, around about Monday, mm-hmm. when Serie A was called off. Uh, then the rest of the footballing world throughout the week, slowly but surely, also called off their respective leagues. And then every other sport, just, I, would, I would say, basically followed suit. You know, um, I've got a list here of actual sports that, from what I've seen, 
have actually been called off you know so starting with english football um so apparently there's going to be a meeting next week Mm -hmm. in terms of the way forward and what's going to happen with the rest of the season but it's currently called off to the 4th of april Mm -hmm. so that's like i think it's in like three weeks or something like that european football has been postponed till further notice scottish football has been postponed till further notice la liga has been postponed for two match days so um i think that should be back or technically round about the end, the, the end of the month of the first week yeah. of April. Bundesliga is second of April. Um Liga Earn, the French League, is suspended until further notice. Serie A suspended indefinitely. Um Eredivisie up until the thirty first of March. MLS uh for thirty days. So it should from the twelfth of March. So from the twelfth of April they should be yeah. technically back. NBA suspended um season yeah it's a season suspended till further notice um the sa tour of india has been called off odi series yeah Yeah, england tour of sri lanka has also been called off um the ipl is due to be delayed up until the 15th of april Mm -hmm. uh formula one as we've mentioned has the first three races that are called off Mm -hmm. super rugby (laughs) (laughs) super rugby is suspended till further notice more most on the super rugby i think i would like to big like Okay, I'll do this a bit later. Yeah, <laughs> Super Rugby is, 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 is suspended till further notice. French Pro, Pro 14 is suspended till further notice. French Top 14 is suspended till further notice. London Marathon is postponed till October. Euro 2020, apparently there's chat that, that, might, that may be pushed to either... June, top of June. No, 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 no. It may be pushed to either the winter, like, the, like December time yeah. or... Because I, I don't know I don't know if they're thinking about next year June. They're thinking about doing it at the end of this year mm-hmm. because it's gonna happen in Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing with the with the Euros is that they're not in one country anymore. Oh they're, they're all over Europe, Europe type yeah, of yeah, vibe, yeah. you know. So to give some countries some home games, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and stuff like Let's that. Make it fair, you know? Yeah, you know. So that has been I think there's some chats about how that's gonna go on um at the end of the year, possibly. Um the players championship PJ tour mm-hmm. um that apparently they be cl- is gonna be played behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. That was the word on I think it was on Friday. Friday the thirteenth. So you don't know if any Ooh. development has <laughs> if any development has happened from then on. Um and then two oceans marathon which is happening in Cape Town, in Cape Town has also been cancelled. Yeah, those are the sports that I'm aware of. I think um might as well start with football since we're both football lads. Yeah. Um, On the bright side, PSL is still happening. Um yeah. Do you think do you think South Africa South African sports should do more to actually like follow suit in terms of cancelling these games or postponing these games? Okay, in South Africa, local trans- local transmission of the coronavirus only happened this week. So um, we've got, I think, 36 reported cases so far. And obviously, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's 37, 36, well, it's you know. Not tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> but like, yeah, um, that's, that's, that's the chat with South Africa. So um, with South Africa, local transmission just started this week um, as well. So obviously, it's, it's a growing number, you know. And I think we haven't gotten to that stage where it's a, we, we can declare a state of emergency, you know. So... Um, with the PSL happening, um, even I was checking this morning when I checked on Facebook, 
um, I was like, yo, Peso is actually losing a lot of money because it's happening to Peso. Yeah, yeah. So I looked, there's like PSR that's happening, a lot of PSR happening. So like people are betting on PSR as well. So, but do, like, don't you don't you think that South Africa should try from a sporting perspective? Because like, I mean, this is a sporting podcast. I yeah. mean, of course, this also falters out to the rest of um, general community and general yeah. outside yeah. world, you know. Um, but don't you think that they should do more in terms of trying to contain, contain or, or okay, trying yeah, to yeah, do yeah. something to be able so that it doesn't spread to like the extent that it has because you look at europe in europe how like i mean sure it, like it started small of course mm-hmm. like it, as as everywhere but like it grew and grew and grew and then it got to a point where they were like okay no public gatherings and stuff like that that yeah. includes matches and all and all and yeah. all and you found that players were actually also getting affected so should should the Minister of Sport, per se, um, Mteta, I think his name is. Should he Nassim not Chetra. do? Uh, not, yeah, not Should he not do something to be able to um, to be able to try and have an effect on how on how much this thing spreads and like awareness and stuff like that, yeah. especially within yeah. sport, because you know we know how sports is a big thing within the country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's a. Before it even gets to the minister of sports, I think the PSL should come together and sit down, um, and say, "Listen, guys, um, I think we should cancel or suspend the season." Because with that being said, as well, even if the minister comes out and says, "Hey, listen, guys, um, let's quarantine the, the space and let's um, do whatever we need to do to actually contain this um, this uh, virus." So I think with that being said, um, with sports as well, I think another thing that people need to take into consideration is that the sponsors as well. There's people that have already pumped in money. TV, TV deals. You know you know what I'm saying? There's already people that have already pumped in money. Obviously with super sports, they won't lose much because even if we had to play PSL behind closed doors, they would still be raking in a, a lot of cash. More than actually than the people that are going to the stadiums. So mm. people are actually- Because more people are actually watching, are watching, are watching you know, on you, super sports. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So obviously, a, a certain sponsor will be winning this side and another sponsor will be losing that side so yeah um but like i mean I, I get what you mean okay so first of all what i picked up from from what you're saying is basically it shouldn't be a a governmental thing yeah. or they should they shouldn't necessarily take charge of the whole situation i mean yeah. they should but like it's not necessarily up to them yeah, the actual yeah. governing bodies within the sports can actually take control yeah. of the situation yeah. and 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 yeah. but like don't you think that like wait you were mentioning how people are losing money and stuff like yeah. that um are we gonna come are we now gonna compare like how sponsorships and these companies are making money like at the hand at the hands of at the cost of people's at, well-being exactly at the yeah, risk yeah, of their yeah, of yeah. their of their livelihood and uh, stuff yeah, like that yeah, you know? yeah yeah so i th- so, so basically what, what i'm saying is that um people's well-being shouldn't be compromised because of money yeah you know okay sure. so um what i'm saying is that the the the, the furthest we can go with um the coronavirus in South Africa and as far as the PSR is concerned, I think we should um, at least play it behind closed doors. I think that's the safest, if, um, if, I, if, if, if I have to say. Um, I think that's the safest way we can go uh, rather than calling it off because it's not a, a major issue like China and Italy and 
all these countries some, are facing. Some of, the, some of these places in Europe. Okay, but yeah. like, I mean, I, look, I, the whole closed door things, I, I get it. Yeah. But to a certain extent, I, I kind of, I kind of have like some pointers against it, you know. Um, a few, like a few things. Behind closed doors doesn't mean like it's fifty people there. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's closing it's like, it off. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about general people that are actually going to oh, be yeah, at the stadium. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are gang people that are going to be at the stadium, okay, regardless, <clears throat> regardless of it being closed door or open doors. Because you think about like. The t- okay, there's the teams, mm-hmm. there's the coaching staffs, there's the medical staffs, there's the um, TV crew, TV crew, physio staffs. There's all of that, like cleaning crew, all of that. You know, that's still um, like a huge number of people within the whole space. So closed doors. I don't know if it's really, from my personal perspective, I don't know if it's really something that is. It's it's, it's a like something that you. How can I say that? I don't know if it's really an option. Like, I mean, it is an option, but like I don't think it's the best option, okay. you know, type of vibe because there are still lots of people there. And on the contrast, you can't go to the game. Where are you going to watch the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're gonna no, 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 no. Okay, sure, sure. You're going to watch it on TV, but you are mostly going to likely going to go to pubs. You're going to likely go to restaurants and stuff like that. You're going to likely have gatherings in your houses. Mm-hmm. So it, as much as it's not going to be opened up to a lot of people mm-hmm. there will still be groups and crowds of people wherever they are within their big pockets okay. of spaces that are together okay so i mean the risks of oh, that are higher because like yeah. i mean you know that thing of if i generally go to a game with you i mean to go watch whatever game you watch you know um and there's no game this weekend like let's say our team is playing away okay. i'm gonna call you over for bry then we're gonna watch at home Okay. So now, if all of those people have the same mentality and they're like, "Oh no, just come over," you know, and then you gather up in people's houses. Personally, I think it's it's. You're still working backwards in the sense. You are working backwards. It's just like a a step forward, and it's. I wouldn't say necessarily working backwards. It's like a step forward. Two steps back. Not necessarily two steps (laughs) back, but one back as well. So you're standing in the same spot, type of vibe. Yeah. For me, that's that's just how it generally is, but yeah yeah because like i mean you look at what um what's this what the new zealand prime minister has done you know with the whole thing with super rugby you know what they did i don't know okay so like the reason why super rugby is actually at a halt is mainly because of new zealand prime minister the new zealand prime minister came out and said that um what's this Anyone who returns or comes or returns or comes into New Zealand has to self quarantine for at least fourteen days. Yo. So anyone who comes into Yo. New Zealand has to quarantine, like to be for quarantined. Oh, for yeah, at least I read that headline days. actually. Yeah. Yeah. So for at yeah. least fourteen days. So it's it's not possible for Super Rugby teams. For instance, the Lions were supposed to travel to New Zealand mm-hmm. this week. You know, um, I think they're playing the Blues. If I'm, but I stand to correct a bit there. So if they get into the country on, let's say today, mm-hmm. you know, they have to be quarantined for the next two weeks before they're able to get out and go play. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, which is not possible, you know. Yeah. So that's how that basically started, which basically forced Sansa's hand mm-hmm. into saying that no, we actually we're gonna suspend Super Rugby. Mm-hmm. Which for me, I commend the New Zealand Prime Minister, Prime Minister a lot because it's something that, like, I mean, 
I don't think there, if there are any, there are probably like a handful of cases that are probably reported within New Zealand, yeah. if any. I haven't heard of any, yeah. but... Um, she was smart to do that, no lie. Wait, as this recording stop? Okay, I think we're back online. Yeah, I think yeah. we're back online. Sorry, we just had some technical cool. difficulties. So, like, I would say, as I really commend the Prime Minister of, of New Zealand for taking that step because, like, there, ha- there have hardly been any cases that have been um, reported within um, within New Zealand, and by putting that that um, I wouldn't say it's it's not even a travel ban. It's just like a terms of condition you know it's like a, if you want to come, in here, you want to come into the country first you must quarantine get tested make sure that you don't bring this thing into the country, country and then yeah, you yeah. can like enjoy that mm. like enjoy the country so that has forced sons's hand to be like okay you know Computers shut the thing down yeah, because it, imagine the amount of teams that are going to new zealand so imagine having a 14 day period which is delayed and how much is it going to be pushed back? We're going to finish the Super Rugby season in probably, I don't know, September. September you know basically, yeah, because so you have to wait back exactly. Every time. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was it was good of them actually suspending it, you know, um, yeah, and just putting a halt on the whole thing. Then rather just like delay, 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 delay. Yeah, September, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look at the other leagues as well, the ones that are suspended. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, okay, for instance, you look at the English English football. Mm-hmm. They say that it's suspended till the fourth of April. What do you think is going to happen on the fourth of April? Fourth of or April. By the fourth of April. I think. I think. I think. I think the fourth of April is not the safest to say. Um, I mean, if they put out the fourth of April, like, yeah. why did they choose the fourth of April? Okay, I mean, okay, I, I look here. Just have, to see how, here, how it goes. I look here, but okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. so basically, I think, personally, I've got a feeling that they are going to call it this, uh, this season. Uh, Liverpool are going to be the champions. Um, and if anyone disputes that, then you're, you've just been ignorant to the fact um, Liverpool has been the greatest, um, probably the greatest team this season, you know, um, in terms of European football. Um, but... English football, not English really. football, English mm-hmm. football. Um, but yeah, let's get um, our facts straight. They've, they've been. I'm, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but you we sounded like fact. one. Yeah, no, no, but things we can't ignore the facts. No, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So um, they are going to win the Premier League. Let's get that out of the way. Okay, so you're saying. Let's get okay, that let, out of the way. so you're saying. Let's say, for instance, if the Premier League is like, okay, no, we can't continue with the Premier League. It's called off now. Mm. So you're saying the Premier League, the, the title has been, has to be given to Liverpool. It has to. But no one's gonna catch them. Okay, no one's gonna catch. I mean, first of all, there's still a mathematical chance for someone to catch them. Okay, it is possible. First, it's it's possible. But let's be firstly, realistic. Who okay, cares? no, no, no. I mean, firstly, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. Secondly, what happens to relegation and promotion? Are we keeping we, the same energy? Yeah, yeah. Are we keeping the same energy with yeah. Champions League qualification and European mm, qualifications? Mm, mm. I hear you. I hear you. But the thing is, also with cities, with cities issue, it's also in the air. Again, let's, let's put you know? let's put the city issue up aside for now. Because like I mean, that's are you a city fan. No, 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 United. No, 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 I'm a United fan. Put uh, it bread through and through. Okay. My blood is red. Fam. Okay. Same city, same passion. Okay. Right? <laughs> fuck. 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 Little city. Um. No, like, I mean, what happens to... Okay, let's say, let's say, I mean, for me, I think if you say, what's this? Liverpool has to be given the title mm-hmm. because they're first. They've got, an, like, an, an 
underselling lead mm-hmm. in, in in the in the prem and stuff like that. So that means we're keeping top four as is. Okay. Yeah. And according to you, keeping okay. top four is is we're keeping top despite seven. Despite the city is, issue. Yes, despite the city issue, okay. we're keeping top seven is is. So the teams that are qualifying for Champions League are Liverpool, City, Leicester City, right. and Chelsea. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea fans worldwide. Yes, let's go. <laughs> you still have a fraud of a manager, mate. Uh, still have a crap team. You lost to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer three times in one season. Okay, and where are you in the lock? Okay, let's carry on. I'm just, I'm just let's, behind you. I'm three yeah, points yeah. behind oh, you. I don't behind. Know Can you hear that? Oh my god. Can you hear that? At the end of the season, they don't say, look at Liverpool was three, hand, or, or, or just, or three, was three points behind. They say, no. Liverpool, uh, not Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United was behind Chelsea. Okay, okay I mean, facts are facts. I don't say three points, I don't say you're almost be- won. Facts are facts, I'm behind you, I still beat you home and away. But So, fifth is United, sixth I think is Wolves okay. or Sheffield, and... Seventh is Wolves. Well. They have been. Yeah, they have been. Well. So now we look at the relegation battle as well. Hmm. Um, I think let me let me just get the league in front of me. So eighteenth is um, okay. Sorry. So that means sorry. Um, yeah, Chelsea, Leicester, um, City, and Liverpool qualify for Champions League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, United, Wolves, and. United Wolves and think qualify for Europa, Europa and, and Sheffield, Sheffield yeah. at the moment. You know? Then we then we get to the relegation battle. Mm-hmm. Relegation battle. Oh my God, this thing is taking like ages to load. Yeah, <coughs> we really we really not prepared ourselves. You know. Um. So, whatever teams are there, I think Watford is there. Okay. I think Bournemouth is there. That's time to be corrected. Excuse me. And then I think um what are teams? Norwich is there. Norwich is definitely there. Norwich is definitely Norwich there. Is definitely there. <laughs> Norwich is definitely there. <laughs> Norwich is definitely there. Um I think I think Wolves. Oh, no, I was gonna say Wolves. I think Watford is there. Yeah. I think it's Norwich, Watford and here we go. Norwood, no, 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 no. Watford is not even there. Yo, it's so it's, it's 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 Norwich, Bournemouth and Villa. No. Okay, we've got no problem with you. So you're saying that these three teams have to be relegated? See, it's unfair on the on 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 the end, but at the top. Or how or how is it different? Thing is, they can still fight their way out. City get, can City, get the top. City can still fight their way back. It's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. Yes, but they but can still is... fight. They can still fight it. I mean, in all honesty, like if let's say what's this um. Man City and the league is null and void and Liverpool win the league. I'm gonna cry. I'm cry gonna for be, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be calling Dude, my like lawyers. 20, 20. I'm gonna be calling my lawyers crying because that's not unfair. And I feel like so are the teams at the bottom. They're gonna be crying that no, it's not unfair. I haven't played 38 games this season. Okay. okay. Why should okay. I be relegated? Yeah, this is this is this is something that the board actually has to sit down and actually talk but, about. But like, okay, I think okay, so I think what's this? Um, or we should just suspend the season. Liverpool doesn't win, we're all happy. Much. <laughs> I mean, personally, I'd want that. Yeah, me too. Don't <laughs> yeah, they'd be waiting thirty okay. years, then Corona came through to the rescue. So, so for, from what I understand, from what I understand is that the three options are um, the league stays the same. Okay. And Liverpool in the league, the teams that are relegated are relegated. Okay. Right? That's the first option. That's, I, think that's, I think that's the first option. Okay. Second option is that 
no one gets relegated. Season gets suspended. Clean. Liverpool doesn't win. Nothing. Yeah, which was what the footballing community wants. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think the third option is that, um, well, I'm not sure if it's a realistic option or something that's being thrown around in the air, you know, just to, like, within the debates, mm-hmm. is that um, season is void. Mm-hmm. Liverpool doesn't necessarily win the league, mm-hmm. but, oh, I'm not sure, it's, 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 it's either or. They win or they're not. But then at the bottom, you have, like, a playoffs type of fight okay, okay. for the teams that are at the bottom. So Liverpool still doesn't win? I mean, it's, it's, it's either or. I'm not sure if they will or they are not going to give the title. So, for instance, let's take bottom four teams. Yeah. Play the, the team, like you play a championship, you know how the championship yeah, yeah, yeah. promotions so you play go? play a playoff, basically. Yeah, you play a playoff. So, the top two so, so, play against the bottom two. Yeah, so like Watford will play Norwich, Bournemouth will play Villa. Mm-hmm. The winner of that will play each other in the final. And then the, the team that wins the final stays up. Yeah. Other three yeah. teams are relegated. Okay. But thing with that is that it's unfair on a, te- on a team like Watford being dragged into a relegation fight when they're not in the relegation battle yeah look at this or look. not in relegation spots when you look at this is it's, it's very challenging like it really is and I and, and, and I'm really anxious to find out what they're going to decide on yeah I think you know I think by the time the part comes out it's going to be finalized no, 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 no. They're making the decision by Thursday. So this is coming out. So you listening to this on a Monday should be listening to it on Monday because it's coming out on a Monday. Monday yeah. yeah. So by Thursday of this week, it should be it should be finalized or decision should be made. Let me put it like that. Mm, I want to know. I really want to know. Right. I really want to know. That's the thing. I also want to know. Right. And I'd... I think I think it's very tough on the Premier League and the people who are making this decision because I think there haven't been any provisions within the rules of Premier League that are going to get them out of this with everyone being satisfied. Yeah. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Because if yeah. let's say if they say if they decide let's let's go with the options that I gave. If they decide that Liverpool wins the league, a lot of teams are not going to be satisfied, you know, because City's going to probably be in arms. True. United's going to be in arms because they're not in top four. Yeah. You know, and they had the chance. United are United are eleven games unbeaten on the road. Eleven versus nine clean sheets out of those eleven games. Okay. You know. Picking up United. Yeah, and so Oligana Oligana yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. what's, beat, what, beat what's your position? What's your position on the log? Oligana be Pep yeah, and, 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 and your position on the log? League double. Second manager in history to be able to do that. Second manager in history to be able to do that. Okay, okay, okay. And position on the log? Five. Okay, thanks. Yeah. And was the last time you won? Learn what? Uh, the, the league. The league? Yeah. <laughs> so what, 10 years now? It's not. Fuck. Uh, two years away from 10 years. A three. Two. Three. 2013? Yes. No. End of 2013 season. 2012, 2013? Yes. Okay, so it's... It's two years. years. <laughs> it's three years. <laughs> no, but okay, no, no. Listen, we are currently in 1920. Then it's going to be 2021, 20, okay. 21, 22, 22, 23. Three. Okay. three years. Three years. Fucking so you think you're going to change it? Is this a jiggy in three years? 
Family. Okay, that <laughs> family. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not talk about Man United and troubles okay, as of yet. Okay, we will okay. get to them if you want to get to them. No, no, no. I, I don't even want to get to them because I already know them. <laughs> <laughs> but we move, we move. I can't do we move. <laughs> yeah. So the t- the teams that are in the relegation battle are going to be like in arms. If this whole season's void and like no one gets a title, no one gets promotion or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's this? Liverpool's going to be in arms, and the teams that are in the championship that are like within promotion are also going to be in arms because okay. that's another opportunity to get into Premier League mm-hmm. that for them is is cut off. If the third option is in, uh, is in arms, what if Watford gets relegated now and they were in 17th, which is not a relegation yeah, position. True. Yeah. They can be in arms even if before the thing starts. Mm. You know. So, yeah, it's very interesting times for footballing reasons at the moment. Yeah, well, look on the bright side. Um, the Varsity Cup starts being postponed. Cancelled. <laughs> oh, you want to get into Vasti Cup? Let's get into Vasti Cup. Back your boy kiss. But isn't it the, isn't it the new song? What's that new? I don't know what's. Yeah, they're gonna use my people. Let's put that rock stuff. I retract the statement. I retract that statement because this podcast gonna be listened to anyone and everyone, not particularly to. But like, yeah, man. Um, Vasti Cup. What what do you want to chat about Vasti Cup? Vasti Cup. Um, Vitz unbeaten. Um, Marty's unbeaten. Tix lost to Vitz at home. Well, lost to Vitz away at Vitz home. Um, yeah, Vitz. Um. CUT is playing Vitz this Monday, tomorrow. So you just want uh, to speak about Vitz now? Well, they are the actually they are the biggest talking point in Varsity Cup right now. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Yeah. So I think Vitz is one of the teams that is well can be seen as the 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 light of hope, you know, because they came through as um, light of hope. Yeah, I think they, they can the be, light of hope. I think they can be the is, light. No, of is hope. that is that even like a right way of putting it? The yes, light of hope. because they came. No, from, I mean, I know, I know what I know, and I know what you mean. But like, I'm talking about like the word that you actually use it. The light of hope yes. is that the hope of light. I don't know, man. The light of hope just doesn't sound right. <laughs> doesn't sound right. Sounds like, okay. It sounds, it sounds awful, Baji. Yes, the okay. light of hope. Light but of carry hope. on. The, carry on with Vitz being the light of hope. I think light of hope is right. <laughs> scrap that. Scrap that. <laughs> but like, yeah, um, I think with Vitz as well, like, yo, they came through from Shield, bro. And they won Shield. They struggled in Boston. I'll still, I'll still at Vitz when they won Shield. Yes. Let's hustle. Fuck you, dog. I'm actually, I'm actually a postgraduate, so fucking shut up. Yeah, okay, sorry, Mr. Postgrad. Anyways, fuck you. Moving right along. <laughs> um, yeah, um, these professional students have been there since, um, yeah, um, since Vitz was still in Varsity Shield. Which is like, <laughs> 21, 2013. 2016. Oh, okay, 2016. Ah, dog, you really think that's that bad? <laughs> nah, man. Just but, me. Yeah, um, Vitz is, is, is actually. Um, doing really 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 well they um, are they're unbeaten um, the next match is against CUT how do you think they're going to do against CUT because CUT is a team that for me like going into the season I didn't expect them to do much mm. you know yeah. but they've they've surprised me yeah they've surprised everyone they've, okay they've surprised a lot of people not just me they surprised a lot of people with performances that are just like out of the bag I think it was like I don't know if it was two weeks ago where they blew 
free state, uh, university shameless, shameless yeah. university of free, free state out of the park. Mm. You know, um, I think the week before they were like in a like a big lead. I think it was like a twenty point lead yeah. against UCT, yeah. and UCT at that point was still unbeaten. Yeah. You know, um, they came through and they came through. Yeah, but you see, that's the thing. Yeah. You see, UCT yeah. buckled down because UCT came through and they yeah. eventually drew that game. But was, I think it was like thirty-eight or mm. you know. So, like, what do you think of that game? Well, obviously with rugby, it, before okay, before it's a physical game, it's a mental game, obviously. Sure. So the guys know that. Listen, we're going to go out there. We need to score first. We need to. Every team has their own philosophies. We need to score first. We need to come back second half. We need to score first and all that. Um, I think I think with with CUT because I was watching that game against UCT, um, they were re- they were doing really well. Like they were scoring try after try after try, and I was like, oh my word. UCT really need to pull their fingers out of their asses and actually go into this match and actually pump these guys. Second half came, it was just down here for UCT. Those guys came For CUT? For UCT. Because UCT was leading. That was the other way around. So how's it downhill for, UC- for UCT then? Because it's easy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, downhill means things go to shit. No, downhill means you're running now at a smooth pace. No, you? man. Downhill means things go to shit, dog. No, dog. When I say things go south, then things go yeah, to shit. Yeah, but you see, that's going downhill. <laughs> no, but thing is, it's oh, the same. Uh, okay, we can't argue about this. But downhill, Pepsi. guys, downhill means that um, everything's nice, it's smooth, now. Why are you uphill, bro? Uh-uh. It doesn't make sense if you're going uphill. No, no, going uphill is like you're going through. Yeah, you know, but when it's downhill, you know, shit is just going loose. Shit is just like okay. It was okay. Either way, opening. it was downhill for CBT. Yes. Um, floodgates are open. Yeah, floodgates just open. And this tries came through. Mm. A poor squad. That ten came through. Woo! That match, my word. So, 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 <laughs> so like looking at the Varsity Cup so far, like um. You look at I think first is Turks. No, first is Marty's. Okay. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, second is Turks. Mm-hmm. Third is Vitz. Let's see. So fourth is UCT. Yeah. UCT. So okay. Um, going back to Vitz. Mm-hmm. First of all, I mean they are in third. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't. They they've surprised me this season. They surprised you know? everyone. <laughs> <laughs> surprised they, everyone. They've surprised me this season because I don't think they will perform okay. to the extent that I have performed. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But they've they've buckled down and 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 like they've done very well like, to be unbeaten. Five are they five games in? No, uh, it's okay. Let's count. The first match was against. Um, okay, who have they played? They've played. They've played UCT. They've played CU. No, no, no. They've they played UCT. They've yes. played UWS. They've played UWC. UJ. UJ. UWC. Sorry, they played UJ. They played Tux. They've played. That's four games unbeaten. No man, it's not four games. They played Poker. Play poker. That's huh? five. Yes, yes. They play poker. No, no, they haven't played poker. No, they play poker. They play poker home. Did I? So I was at the poker game, man. Fuck. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I know they play poker. Okay, they play poker. Wait, was I at the poker game? Were you at the poker game? Because I don't think they play poker because they were two they blue chain shirts. There were two bloom shirts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. The poker thing up. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, so, yeah. So, they've beaten on other five games. Like, what do you, th- what no, do you think? No, but they're going to bloom twice. Yes, they're going to Shimmers and CUT. No, but. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you need to do better now. No, no, my Leave geographical mind is a bit not, shaky. Your knowledge, if you want to be a co-host of this podcast, you need to do better. Or I want to find someone else. Um, <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Five games in, unbeaten, one draw, four wins. Mm-hmm. I think it's very, 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 very impressive. The fact that in those wins, they've got Pukka, they've got... Turks, they've got UJ, which they haven't beaten yeah. in my entire time at first. So that's also something. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I think, like, what do you think they've done differently this year? Um, how do you think, like, how do you think they're going to go on for the rest of the season? Mm. Like, looking at the CUT match, looking at the Marty's game, looking at the, um, at the, what's this? At the Shimla's game and the semi-final games, you know, like yeah. how do you think they're gonna do? So, like, firstly, what what have they done differently? You being someone who was also within preseason, preseason, yeah. um, yeah. preseason training and and all of that, like, yeah. what has been different this year from the previous years that has made them like perform at the levels that they have? Um, okay, so we're gonna start with the players that we've got to do. Okay. Um, most s- some of the first team players. Um, have came through from the Lions. Yeah. Okay. That drop down. So names, please. Um, so that people are also aware. Emmanuel Chichuka, um, Luis Ford. We've got Lindo Nisane. Wait, Emmanuel was he was he not in high school last year? He's class of twenty eighteen. Oh, no, okay. Class of, okay. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's class of twenty eighteen. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So and I so think, is is Nusani in first year? Nusani is uh, second year. Isn't Nusani first year? No, Musani Musani is a two thousand, isn't he? Two thousand. I don't know what I don't know his age, Kalum. wasn't he playing for what's his for Kes last year? Wasn't he at Kes last year? Was it last year? That's two years back. I think. Yeah, hey, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Carry on. Okay, yeah. so you've we've got Chituka and Musani. Musani and I think those, those 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 are two names that are kindly I would say known within rugby faculty especially in the professional game yeah. looking at Chituka his, his, is it Vincent yeah Vincent Chituka's Vincent, Vincent is playing for, for the Lions for, for the Lions team, yeah. super rugby team uh, Nosani Nosani from what's his his older brother Kaya is it Kaya or Kanya uh, I don't know about yeah I think it's Kaya who, who played SA schools back in 20 I think it was like 2016 mm. and I played SA schools 2016 and was I think he also played under 20 but I'm not uh, no, 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 no he didn't play under 20 yeah. like it was a name that was like being talked about he was in that um, that 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 poor boy side with the likes of Ras mm-hmm. and Morat mm. all of those Salman guys Murat. yeah yeah yeah, yeah other people um, Travis Gordon Travis Gordon um, Keegan Glade um, who else have we got um, I think that's about Cosmet, the Cosmet there as well. I'm trying to think of other people that I can remember. Yeah, but anyways, with those four guys already, those are big impact players. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So we still got your veterans at bits. Your Dan Katen, Katende. We've got your um, Constant Beckerling. We've got your Guanelen Gamer. We've got your vet okay. veterans. You know, out of the people that you just named, mm-hmm. those three people. Yeah. Personally, like from a very. Like, from a very trying to be unbiased type of view. Okay. I don't feel constant is the player that he was. So you think I don't think he's I don't think he's as good as, as I don't think guy. he doesn't I don't think he deserves a starting spot. Okay. First of all. Okay. Um 
Cornelia. Who was, okay, wait. Before you, you before start, I carry on, before you carry on, who should who should start? Who, who, should, who should replace okay. him? Who should replace him? Um, okay, I might need Lucy. The names of the Lucys that are there. So, uh, Travis Gordon starting at eight. Okay. Um, who's starting at seven? Seven is Smith. Is it Smith? I don't the, know. The, the blackhead. Um, 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 I, um, I know, I know, I know who you're and talking about. Good, and he's good. I know who you're talking about. Um, 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 yes, fuck. What's his name? You know who I'm talking about. I know bro. exactly who yeah, you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. He's good. Kraus. Philip Kraus. Philip Kraus. There we go. Philip Kraus. I've been looking for his name. Philip Kraus. Philip Kraus. So, in my list, you versus who's who's starting at six? Constant. Constant. And then on the bench, Cosmet. Cosmet and um, Chuchuka plays six as well. Or seven. So here's a loose trio. They, yeah, here's, they, here, they here, anyways. here's a loose trio. Chutuka, um, was this? Chutuka, Gordon, uh, Gordon and, and Cross. Cross. Yeah. Because Cross can fetch. Mm. Can he? Yeah. Yeah. And he, Gordon is a fetcher as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you've got Chutuka as your as your blind side flank. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is there for constant? So, no, I don't think so. Okay. So, uh, secondly, going on to Dan Kassende. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think Dan Kassende is a fullback. Oh, sorry, Aiden Capito. But we can we we'll we'll get we'll get to the back line. We'll get to the back line. <laughs> I need to change your pants. Yo. I need to change pants. Yes, yes. Aiden Capito. My word. Aiden my Cupido. word. I need to change your pants. Yo. I need to change pants. So, um, Dan Kassende. I don't think he's a fullback. For me, it doesn't have the positional sense for it, okay. and it doesn't have the kicking. Okay. Sure, he's, yeah, I can agree with you with the kicking. Sure, he can he can run it back, and but step, he can't. Step, he, yeah. He's got a change of direction. I don't think oh, he has he a step. He's a, he's a, I don't think he has a step. He's a he's a he's a May Mayday. What about a Mayday? May. What do you mean by May? Johnny May. Oh yeah, it's Johnny May. He's a Johnny May. He's a Johnny May. He doesn't have a step. He, you know, does a, he has a change of direction. Doesn't yeah. have a step. And I mean, his change of direction does work, mm-hmm. but it's not a step. A, a step is quick feet when you ta ta ta, and you step someone. Where you go one direction and you change it, you go another. For instance, yeah. um, what's this? So I don't think I don't think him playing at fullback is is like really warranted. But like I mean, I understand why he is playing at fullback because there's no one like. They're trying to make way for him, if that's if that's a better way of putting it, you know. Um, Quanele, Quanele, for me, though, Quanele, I don't know. Like Quanele is, Quanele is a good winger, but like for me, he doesn't. When he gets the ball, he's he's very tunnel visioned. I think, you know. Okay. Okay. Like he will get the ball, and the first thing to do, like I mean, you've got to defend a defender one on one, for instance. Okay. Okay. Try beat him with pace outside or whatever or pass or whatever like a two-on-one situation he will just try bounce the guy okay. you know it's okay. really not well he's got some weight on him so obviously i mean sure he's done it before and it's worked yeah. but it doesn't mean it's going to work all the time all the time sometimes true. you you lose momentum and you lose uh muscles you lose some go forward just because someone's trying to bounce okay i mean I mean, I mean, I mean, like, personally, I'm not the whole, like, I'm over the whole bouncing scene thing. Yeah, that was yeah. a high school thing for yeah, me, yeah, you know, true, like, hyping yeah. up bounces and stuff like that. But it's really not that, there's no need. Yeah, it's, it's not big anymore. It isn't it's, big it's anymore. Big it's just anymore. like, wow, okay, sure, you bounce someone. You bounce well, about it exactly, time, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you just lose opportunities just trying to bounce someone because there's something on the outside mm-hmm. or on the inside mm-hmm. or whatever. But no, yeah. So, for me... 
I think as, as well, I think that's what South African rugby also has to get out of its mind off, you know. Um, because if you see with the New Zealand teams, it's not even about bouncing anymore. It's about taking the ball in and offloading. Take the ball in, offload. Take playing spaces. And playing spaces and move. It's about channels. I would say it's more about smart rugby. Mm. Not necessarily not necessarily everything is about offload and everything like mm. all of all of that, you know. But it's about playing smart, like taking the best taking the best option that is available to you yeah. when you actually have the ball, yeah. basically. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, you know, that's like I mean <clears throat> I would say for 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 them is that you do need some of that some of that experience that they do have mm-hmm. within the Vids like starting lineup, you know. Yeah. Um has been at Vids for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I think if like I stand to be corrected, but I think he was in the twenty sixteen The Shield um, team. The Shield team. Yeah. Him and like all of the three guys that I've I've Jim basically Ken, taken a piss constant, at yeah. and constant were in that team, you know. And to have that experience all of those years be playing whilst you cup, I mean, it goes a long way. You know, yeah, you can't yeah, buy yeah. experience mm. at the local um, supermarket. supermarket <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah. But for me, it's something that they could be doing better. But Aiden Cupido, let's get to the big man. Aiden Cupido, that man is carrying Vitz rugby on his shoulders. <sighs> that man is to take a risk, guys. That man is carrying <laughs> Vitz rugby on his shoulders, in my opinion. Especially that backline, that whole backline. Ah, he's he is the backline. He is that backline. But I must, I must commend. Um, not that he's my friend, but uh, he is your friend. If he, he's your friend, it's fine. No, no, he is my friend. Yes, <laughs> but I, I, like our friendship aside, Ronaldo Pedro, guys, I think he's the most underrated player in that team. Ronaldo. Do you Pedro, think he's underrated though? I don't think he's underrated, but he's not given the appreciation that he deserves. Okay, as cool. much as how we give Cupido the the, the, the appreciation that he that he deserves, we don't give him all the Pedro enough because Pedro as well. If you look at how he plays, he plays structure. He plays according to what the coaches want. And when yeah, he I think slides, I think he's a he very he's, he's a very coachable. Yeah, he's a very kind, yeah. He's, a, he's a very coachable kid. You know, yeah. you tell him to do X, Y, and Z, he's going to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But you know that within him doing X, Y, and Z, there's a possible of A, B, and C coming and yeah. then A, B, and C will, will actually work. Will work. Because yeah. he's very, like, he, he thinks about yeah. the decisions that he's, he's actually taking. So, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, props to him, props to him, props to yeah. him. Yeah, props to, to Ronaldo Pedro. I think, I think Cupido is, 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 going back to him, for instance, I think he's making a thing look like a better flower half. Kurt Webster. Um, Kurt Webster. Kurt Webster has talent, guys. Don't get us wrong. No, that's the thing. That no, lighting has talent. No, guys. Kurt has. Uh, Kurt has talent. Yeah, right? he has talent and like vast, but you know. Mm. But I mean, or well, it's probably because of I haven't like last last year during club season when I was playing with him here and there when he was playing for his team. You know, I don't see. I didn't see the talent that people spoke about. Yeah. when they were speaking about him during Varsity Cup. Because, like, I mean, last year was his first year at Vitz, you know, um, and there was a whole thing. No, no, no. Um, Moses, no, no, man. Um, Webster. Webster. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There was a whole thing of, ah, no, Webster came, like, played for Bulls under 21, mm-hmm. you know, like, good CV on his name, played Varsity Cup for Turks, um, took a year off, played club right club in Joburg, played with Lars, very good yeah. half. I mean, he was decent in, in last year's Varsity Cup, you know. Um, but I think this year he's looked much, much better. Mm. And I think 
that to some extent is because of Cooper and his inside on his outside sorry so in his outside yeah. um, I think that's that that, that 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 goes well and I think for me that's how you see like an influential player or a good player in a team is that not only are they doing good things but they're making like the good players around them yeah. look even better yeah, yeah. yeah look even better yeah I think that's that's fair to say that's fair to say um, I wanted to ask you about the centre because you know centres it's, it's, it's a bit of a problem now because yeah, yeah. you've got your computer got your Klali, you got your Maccas, you know. Maccas um, is not a center. Maccas does fit in the center. He fits in, but he's not a center. That thing is, he's also an emergency. Yeah, he's an emergency player. You wouldn't the 12, you know what I'm saying? So, looking at him and looking at Klali, looking at Champion, you know what I'm saying? You've got like four centers, which you can probably make a pair out of like the four of them and make two pairs out of four. Yeah. Out of the four. Um, Looking at one key figure, which is Capito, mm. um, I don't think that they're playing enough centers. You know what I'm saying? Because what do you mean? Shalu played the last match. Yes, against um, uh, Tux. Yes, Shalu played the last match. Um, Maka's got an injury. Okay, cool. He's out of it. Uh, Capito's been starting every single match. Might as well just give him the captain arms back. Carrying the team. Might as well just give him the band, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and who else? Who else did I mention? Um, Champ. Yeah, Champ. Champ. Where was the last time you saw Champ play? I think he came on last week. Did he come on last week? For I who? think. I, I don't know for who. Probably it wasn't for Shalu because Shalu ended the match. It's it's probably for a thing then. It's probably Kupira. for for Maccas because Maccas started the game last week, didn't he? Also, Capito raised it. No, I mean, I think he came on into the wing. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I yes, think yes. so, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch again. I saw the hi- I saw um, the highlights on, on on Super Sport, and I saw it, like towards the end. I saw a champion on the field. So, like, I mean, I think he was on the field. You know. Yeah. Um. So you're asking me who should be starting and at centers. Who, who, what's your best center pair? For me, my best center pair has. To, I think it has to be Cupido and Charlie. Yes. Shalu is in talent on That's the thing. The thing is, he's too relaxed. Shalu is too calm. How is he too calm? He's like, in a sense of... Have you watched him play? I've watched him play, like, yes. He's, like, he's too calm. There's no sense of urgency. Like, he backs himself that much. But isn't that what you want? True, a that's player, what you want. A player to back himself. But at the same time, have a sense of urgency. Some sense of urgency. So you fighting his sense of urgency? Yeah. So who would you have then? I would have, no, no I'd, I'd back Shalu, but I'd, I'd, I'd like, probably like tell him, bro, listen, some urgency, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, by me telling him, it won't, it won't change anything. Mm, but yeah, yeah. if even if, if I had to change coach. him, it would be Cupido and probably Chad. I don't know. Honestly, no, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And don't get me wrong. I hear you, but like. I don't know. I think one, I think it is, it is. No, no, it is a tough one. And I'm not trying to say that Champion is not a very good player. Yeah. He's a very good player. He's a class player, you know. Um, but I, I think I think Charlie's better, you know. And I feel like for me, Charlie's got a better distribution game than Champion, which is no, no. I mean, Kupita twelve. Yeah, no, no. And, I'm, I'm talking about yeah. thirteen. I'm yeah, talking about thirteen. 13. Yeah. Because for me, that's probably if I were to give Champion a, a criticism, is that his distribution game isn't that isn't that much. Mm. But to some to a some extent, I also understand because you look at Champion in terms of this 
the number 12s that he's played with most of the time, like um, in our year, you know. Aya would get the ball and just crash it up all the time. His distribution was also not that great. Mm-hmm. So every time Champion would get the ball, he would want to do something. You know? mm-hmm. Like I mean, in, in a game, you haven't if you haven't gotten the ball in a while, you like you when you get it, you want to be like, okay, wait, let me actually do let something. Do something. Yeah, let me yeah, do yeah, something yeah. that's going to be noticeable. Let me actually take up carry. You know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So from that sense, yeah. But like I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's either it's it's either or. I don't for, personally, I don't see Macas as an option, but probably like as an injury option. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think that's even an injury option. If if let's say Cupido were to be arrested or injured, shift coach to twelve, put um, Doc at ten. Yeah, Doc is the ten actually. Yeah, yeah. See. And 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 what's this thing can play twelve? Um, Just by the way, guys, Doc is Chris Humphries. <laughs> Shout out to the boy. Um, what's this thing can play twelve? Um, could Webster. So it's, it's not like a train smash or anything yeah. like that, you know. So. Yeah, but for me, Marcus, I don't know. Because I feel like Marcus was, he came into Vets as a scrum off, of course, mm. you know, and, um, but then because there were also so many scrum offs within the system, mm. it was a thing of, okay, let's find a position for him. And the position that was found was firstly fullback and then a bit of center, mm. you know. And within that moving around, I think he's probably lost some of his, his game. Yeah. But he also had like a very, I'd say frantic game even before even before he was shifted around because even at nine you know like he would he would you you would argue that like some of the decisions that he he's making he's just making without even thinking thinking them through you know like as a scrum off you know you can tell a good scrum off like with the decisions that they make who they pass to which side they go to and a good scrum off as they get into the rack, they scan around yeah, yeah, their decisions, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then as they get to the board, it's a thing of they know where they're passing. Yeah. They've already made just, the decision. They've already made the decision. But it's also a thing of you, you, you they get their head up quickly to be able to make sure that this was the right decision. Mm-hmm. Which is why you'd find that, for instance, if I know that there's a quick pass on the left, mm-hmm. you know, I come to the come to the rock from the right, I get there as I'm as I'm about to pass, I see that it's not on anymore. Mm-hmm. I get the ball, I turn around and I take it the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, like good scrum offs are like that. And yeah. even knowing when to snap, I think mm-hmm. that was probably Macus is also his Achilles, like the gap would open up by the time he's actually sniping it's, it's shut yeah basically and then he looks bad yeah you know, yeah, yeah as I if he's a bad, yeah, yeah you know and he's i think he's also a confidence type of player mm-hmm. so if he's if he doesn't feel confident and he doesn't have confidence within his game you will you'll see it on the field you know if coaches don't instill confidence in him you'll see it on the field that no man this guy's like to a certain extent struggling kind of but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, my fits like me is, is, is interesting. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. It's, also, in the management side, it's, 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 it's an interesting club. <laughs> it's an interesting club. It's an interesting club. You want to you let the people know why you're not playing anymore? Why I'm not playing? Because um, you told me on Friday, what's a Friday, Thursday? Thursday. Thursday, that you actually want to yeah. stop rugby. Um, yeah, so um, I had I, like, what you need to understand is that. It took a long time, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, um, what took a long time? Getting to the decision. Of, oh, okay, of, okay, of, okay. Of okay. Actually, saying, listen, stop I'm stopping right up, now. yeah. Because it was actually something that I thought of from 
August the last year, throughout um, December, Jan, you know, because mm-hmm. um, even in January, um, coach was asking me coming to preseason this that you know. Um, but with that being said, it's been it's been it's been tough, you know. It's been really tough because imagine you've been playing the game for like so long, for about ten odd years, twelve years actually. Um, I've been playing the game for such a long time in my life, and now all of a sudden you deciding listen I need to stop you know yeah um, based on academical reasons as well based on my well-being you know emotionally and you know it's it's been it's been it's been a lot you know I've been through a lot um, in 2019 so um, yeah so th- those who don't know I had like three or three or four concussions in space of like how many months no I mean yeah in space of a year. Yeah, I also didn't know that. You know, yeah, so, three, so you're getting you're getting exclusive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, I got I had like four concussions in the space of like a year, which if you ask me, if you ask anyone who knows about rugby, it's yes. really bad. Now know. even even without rugby, you get four concussions in a year in whatever space that you. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Like you, you have the same with my ankle injury as well that happened in August when I came back from the concussion. So it was a it was a it was tough it was tough making the decision but I know that I've made a good a, a good decision because sometimes you need to let go of something that's pulling you back in a sense you know okay. um, hence why I'm still keeping in touch with the game because I love the game so much yeah, yeah. so I'm not necessarily saying no stuff rugby I'm done with rugby I'm done with rugby completely and you want to detox no I'm, I also want there's also a way that I can give back to the sports hence why I'm trying to um, reach out into sports casting because I love sports you know sports is part of who I am it's yeah. part of my DNA and I've learned a lot through sports you know yeah. so I love sports um, hence why I'm doing this and yeah um, no one has ever like as, and, and the coaches as well I must commend the coaches for like understanding um, after I told them this like Coach RJ Coach Kelly they they understood I told them and they were like okay it's fine we won't even try to change your mind because clearly you've changed you've made up you've made up your mind yeah. so like yeah I yeah, yeah, that's that's how. So I mean, like for someone who's probably listening to this, you know, um, going through the feelings that you were going through a year ago. Yeah. Um, what would you say are the things that like you were that you were thinking and the things that you were trying to consider when you were making this this decision, mm. and at what point was it necessarily final for you that you know actually I'm going to stop rugby? Yeah. So. Well, a lot of the stuff that would um, that would come up in my head would be like, what will my parents say? You know what I'm saying? Because I got introverts because of rugby. Mm. I've mm. gotten I've, I've went on my first overseas trip because of rugby. I am recognized in my community because of rugby. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 actually for for them. I was thinking. Um, what would my parents actually think of it? You know, it's, um, it's not playing rugby anymore, so he's not known as that rugby kid and all that. But then, at the end of the day, I also looked back and I was like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about my parents. You know? mm. It's not about what they think. It's not about how it makes them look. It's not about um, anyone but myself. Yeah. Know? Because yeah. obviously, my body goes through the trauma. My emotions go, go, go through, the, through the whole trauma process. So it's not necessarily about them. So I had to sit down and do a SWOT analysis of why I'm leaving rugby, you know. Um, and I think I've made the best. I, I, I think I've made the best decision into why I'm leaving rugby and um, actually focusing on my schoolwork and um, trying to break out into the sports casting industry. Because at the end of the day, I'm 
I'm a human, you know. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm studying humanities because I'm good with people and I'm good with um, talking to people. So I'll have to think. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I think I think that's. I'd like to disagree. Calm down. Anyways, yeah, but yeah, that's 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 my that's my take and how mm. I felt about why I left rugby. No, I mean, personally, myself, I went to similar things, mm. you know. Um, but I beat that affect my academic work. Mm. Um, you, and then you have those doubts when, like, you don't play or when yeah. you come off the bench and stuff yeah. like that, when you have injuries and you think, is it, like, really worth it, mm. you know? Mm. When you start doubting yourself, you know? And mm. for me, I've always told myself that I should never step onto the rugby field if I've got doubts. Because yeah. once I've got doubts, like, I mean, even if someone were to ask me, like, if they were doubtful about anything like before to go onto the rugby field like an injury or anything like that I'll, I'll, I'll definitely tell you don't do it anymore like mm. stop because I feel like once you doubt yourself then you never put you never put your whole heart into it you never put your entire effort into it yeah. your strength all of that like you know bullshit um, and that's going to be the cause of for instance an injury that's going to be the cause of you like doing not doing as great as you would want to be or whatever reason why you know so for me i also went through the same things i mean like i said like we did affect my academics you know the training with pre-season and stuff like that but i also i'm not gonna put like the full blame on rugby Mm -hmm. i also myself was slacking yeah yeah but and then i think i came to the decision where i stepped back for me personally um it's a thing of I love the game too much to be able to stop it. To stop, yeah, you know, you know saying, being um, into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm too invested into the sport, and I love the sport too much. You know, I grew up with the sport. It's something that is also sentimental to me. Mm. Um, so for me, when I made the decision, it was a thing of if I do play rugby and when I play rugby, I'm gonna play it on my terms type of vibe. Mm, yeah. So I'm gonna play, yeah. for instance, I'm gonna play club rugby. Mm. You know, I'm not gonna try be serious about it, play mm. like go for fasty cup, do do yeah. preseason. Yeah, you know. And like I mean it's it's I think it's a mentality of do it while you like do oh, it while you still can. Oh, you know? okay, I don't wanna twenty years down the line, ten years down the line be thinking, oh fuck, I wish I played more rugby at this stage of my life, you know, because I could and I had an opportunity to be able to do it. You mm. know? So yeah, I mean You must look back and be like, fuck, I had a job. I had a good time. I had a, I had good, a good time, time. I had I a job. Good, I mingled with good play with good people. Yeah. Had had good matches and all of that shit, you know. So excuse the French. <laughs> <laughs> China. We don't care about that French. We we speak French, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, for me, that's the decision that decision that that I w- I would have made. And for anyone who, for instance, is listening to this and probably has those doubts or anything along those lines, you know, I would just say just take a step back and and look at it like, from a holistic point of view. I think what Pepsi went through himself was very important. Yeah. And I yeah. commend you for that when you actually think about yourself and not necessarily about what everyone else Office, around yeah. you will say. Saying, yeah. you know, because at the end of the day you're going to be the one who's going to be stepping onto that rugby field yeah. you're going to be the one taking those tackles making those tackles mm. all of that bullshit going to training Trading, you know? the whole thing you know the, the whole the whole shebang with it you know so if you are if you are going through those doubts take a step back and then have a chat with someone that you feel like you're close with you know someone who knows you who knows not just not just a general friend because like i mean as much as friends are they'd know you but someone who's like very close to you 
who can actually tell you the truth as well you know yeah, yeah, um yeah. if they feel that like we can actually give you good advice you know like if you should carry on or anything like that um yeah man but carry on with playing rugby dog Mm-hmm. Never stop this shit. This shit is yeah, too it's good. It's amazing, man. It's, it's a too, great, it's, it's, great sport, man. It's too nice. Too nice for sports. Yeah. Too nice. Too nice. And only a few. The vibes. The vibes. That's the thing. Only a few. You will understand, only understand. Right? I, yeah. I feel like you only understand once you're within it. Yeah. One of those things. Like if you don't necessarily join the play. Tough times only last with you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, is there anything else you want to chat about? Uh, nothing much. Either. Good. You good? So you wanna you wanna end the podcast? <laughs> Can I end it? Can I end it? I don't know. Just you want to end the podcast? Yeah, we can end it. Yeah. I know. Shout out! Shout out! Thank you for listening to From the Stand Podcast. This is season two, episode one. We are joined by our new co-podcaster, Mr. Pepsi. Here, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming through, my G. No stress, my G. You know, we're shaking hands because <laughs> two more, two more podcasts. I'm giving this man Roni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, thank you for listening to the episode. It was a very good episode. We chatted about. Formula One, which is what I want to talk about mm, a lot today. Did that? Talked about other sports, about football, talked about rugby, yeah. talked about coronavirus, yeah. effects of that. You know, um, yeah, it was a good one. Thank you all for listening. Pepsi, your shout out. Um, yeah, so no shout outs because I'm not a guest, I'm a co-host. Well, I mean, no shout outs. But anyways, yeah, guys, please follow us on Twitter, which is at the at, at the stand. You even don't know our socials. Like, I don't even know the socials. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the socials for our thing. You do your socials. Okay, my socials is mbendulo.busani. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. I am at mbendulo underscore busani. Um, yeah. And that's what's, what's what's behind that? Mfanagakoko. If you remember me asking. Ah, uh, you really want to know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mfanagakoko actually started because. Um, my grandmother, my grandmother and I, um, I grew up with my grand. I, okay. I, I, I grew up in the household with my grandmother yeah, yeah, yeah. because my mom was working, my dad was working, and as an infant, um, no one really trust, tr- trusts an infant with any other stranger. Yeah, yeah, you know sure, it's definitely grandmother. So obviously, my grandmother um, was the one who took care of me when I was growing mm. up. So I always, I always, oh, I love my grandmother as much as she like gave me whippings and like. Um, lessons but chero, chero, Greg, yeah I'm yeah so like nowadays every time when i see my grandma i give a big hug because we can sit down and just have a chat for at least like five hours just talking about life and talking about girls and talking about how everything, I, everything you know what i'm saying and yeah like as uh, as we were chatting i could see we see actually you know what i'm saying that's cool, um, that's cool. so um yeah my grandmother would also like tell me stories of like how how i actually escaped from crash and then my grandmother was stressing as to what she gonna tell my mom and all that so then um i came back in the afternoon because her and the neighbor were looking for me and like the whole community was looking for me i came back and I'm shouting from it to Coco, Coco. <laughs> like, oh, no, she gave me the biggest whooping of my entire life. I remember it as you deserve. Yeah, as I deserved it. But like, yeah, I'm I'm Coco's boy, you know. Um, yeah, love my grandmother to bits. That's and cool, and you'll see on my cool. on my bio on Instagram, um, MKG forever. You know, 
That's cool, Maji. That's cool. Um, so yeah, you'll find us on the socials on Twitter at FTS Sportscast. You find me on socials, Instagram, and on Twitter at underscore Sanjiso Z A underscore. Um, yeah, I think you'll find us on YouTube as well from the Stand Sportscast. Soon. No, no, it's it's already, <laughs> is up. It up already? No, no, I mean the, the channel's up. Okay. But I mean we we are gonna be cooking some some more things with regards to that. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned. Be on the lookout and definitely enjoy. Hit yeah. us up if you have any comments, any thing that you want to say besides comments, <laughs> criticisms, um, praises, anything was much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, share the podcast to your friends, people who like listening about sports, people who like listening to podcasts, let's get it to the space. Yeah, and we are out. <laughs> <laughs>